0: Welcome to the Something Something Experience podcast, episode 39. I'm Michael John Simpson. Joining me, as always, is my co-host extraordinaire, the amazing and powerful Kitty Brown. This week, our guest is restaurateur, shoegaze, club promoter, and proprietor of LA's most fabulous vegan cafe, do Doomy. We talked about Orange Dream Soda, male genitalia, public clothing adjustments, cock knocking, club violin, counterculture clubs in LA, tips for gothing on a budget, dressing goth in past days, makeup tips, food, Doomies Tacos, vegan cooking, the Blue Rose, clubbing well past your 20s, Star Trek vs. Star Wars, and of course, Mad Max. Also, a surprise past guest called Dumi unexpectedly during the podcast, and we had our first official podcast phone call. And away we go. Here's episode 39 of the Something Something Experience. Is this twist-off or doing
1: the
0: bottle of
2: oh, twist-off. Okay. Twist it says twist-off right on the side. A rat. Right. <laughs> right. Can you have them?
1: Are they? How is the soda not vegan?
2: Honey. Are you honey vegan? Mm.
0: Carbonated water, glucose syrup, maltodextrin, natural artificial flavors, raw with uh, raw Wisconsin honey, citric acid, sodium benzoate, vanillin, quaila yucca extract.
2: No. Mm. Sounds vegan. All the good stuff. Yeah,
1: All. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Don't no, tell the vegan police.
0: It's oh, only 100 like calories. Yeah, you might lose your powers.
1: Dude, okay, so seriously, like since I went vegan, like I have not had a hangover. Like I'm pretty sure my vegan power is invincibility and it's pretty great. (laughs) Since I
0: since I started working out and losing weight, I have not had a single gluten related issue.
1: Nice. No
0: more stomach acid, no more digestive issues, nothing. So hi, cheers. Thanks for the
2: cheers. Soda. Thank yeah. you for the status. Great! Tink tink tink. <laughs> tink. Clinky. Okay. Their orange dream. Read the description on the side. Read the description on the yeah, side. Yeah. In your wildest dreams. Alright. Okay. <laughs> in your wildest
0: dreams, cows roam the orange groves in search of a starry spot for sitting and sipping this succulent citrus soda. citrus soda fire brood. From natural orange flavors, honey and vanilla for a creamy, dreamy taste experience that's over the moon. For optimum enjoyment, serve in frosted mugs we have frosted on bulbs. your balls.
3: Ew.
0: <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah, it's
3: delicious.
0: <laughs> so, Phil, how are you doing? Are we are we started? Oh yeah, 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 we've, yeah. We've been
1: recording. We've been
0: recording for two minutes now.
3: Yeah.
2: Wow, yeah. <laughs> that was the fastest thing. <laughs> I thought this—I didn't know this was a mic. I thought this was a Star Wars prop. I thought this was that little eye thing. it's yeah, my snowball microphone that yeah. looks like the new BB. Yeah, uh, BB88. BB88.
0: Wow. I mean, it's
1: actually a droid. Eventually, it'll just you know pop all these yeah. like, weapons and things Beep-a-doop-a-deep. out. Beep
0: a doop a beep. Yeah, yep. it'll make noises like Kitty's cell phone. <laughs> Are you carrying two phones?
1: Well, one's... this is my personal phone, and this is my work phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but my work phone still has the mm-hmm. Mandalorian mm-hmm. symbol on it, so people know it's mine.
2: <laughs> I feel like there's supposed to be an intro. I think we need to like re- restart this, <laughs> <laughs> or you can do it. We can do an intro now. It's like that arty sort of arty beginning where we kind of start in the middle and then all of a sudden you intro it in <laughs> you know like a movie like what? where they don't even have like the intro it's like boom you're in the action there's just like a guy running down the street people like him you know? hell we yeah were just, like, oh, I like not I didn't see it but the uh, but the
0: uh, um, well, I always put an intro in a, in a post so yeah. I, I do I, I basically go through and once we've done recording I go through and listen to everything write down all what all the topics are Create like a script, do a mu there's a music bed and put a vo VO over it and then it just
2: fades out and fades right into us starting talking. And then, and then there's a cutoff at the do end. Do you edit out the crap parts? No. So now you just explain how the magic happens to everybody and it's recorded. <laughs> yeah. So now they're be like oh. That's cool. a thing in podcasting, there's a lot of
0: there's a lot of revelation of matrix code in podcasting. It's it's one of those things where there's a lot of, in podcasting, there's a lot of talk about podcasting and how it works and how it's done and how... Well,
2: and we've always well, recorded very, Oh, in podcasting, we like, talk about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
1: and we've always recorded very quick and dirty. Like, mm. no pomp, no circumstances. Just like, Except hey, for Anastasia,
0: because she's all pomp and circumstance. Right. Hair. Oh, my God. We forgot to take a picture. I know. But well, I put one up of her. She's
1: so. she's at Pride. I'm sure there'll be many pictures Oh, yeah, yeah. From yeah. That.
2: She's pretty cool.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've...
2: I've but There's no video, right? no, 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 no. Okay, so I, can, so I can scratch my junk if I need to. Do you too. see a oh camera? God. I don't know. You I didn't even know have, that was a microphone. You
0: can, <laughs> even... <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> you can even get one of us to scratch your junk for you if you want it. I'm short on funds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember when I was working at uh, Cracked.com, so I was the only girl um, in the office. It was, like, me and, like, eight comedy writers. And, like, the first week they were very, like, <laughs> prim and proper. And, like... After that week, they just started getting more and more comfortable, like, with my presence there, to Emphasis the point... Emphasis on cum. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they they got, you know, more and more comfortable with my presence there, to the point where, like... You, you, you gave just...
0: them presents? Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> keep interrupting your story. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, they just started, like, scratching their junk, like, out of nowhere. Like, they'd be, like, riding and just, like, hand, you know, down there, and I'm like, did this just happen? What the fuck? Like, what do I do? It's, like... That doesn't seem like a thing that you're supposed to do in front of people. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I've never been a
2: dude. That's where so. the creativity comes from.
0: It's like rubbing the lamp, yeah. you know, and magic comes out. You know, it's a uh, it grand Um But, yeah, guys have this level of comfortability with their genitalia where it's just like... It's it's pretty much like, you know, shaking hands, you know, doing jive handshakes with a dude and it's just like with another guy and it's it's just this thing where it's just like, Yup. I mean, people have been talking about that for, there were old, like, old poems about, you know, men touching their, touching their junks and scratching and itching and digging. And well,
1: because I mean, like, I can't, like, adjust my bra in public. Like, you have to go to a restroom to do that. Oh,
0: my ex-wife know. would do that anytime, any place oh, anywhere. Really? She'd just reach in, grab one of the girls, hike it up, grab the other one, hike it up, and, and kind of shimmy back and forth and get mm-hmm. them all settled in. Oh, yeah, okay. she had no she had no qualms about that. Huh. Awesome. Liberate
2: yourself. I have
0: found I have found that women who are exceptionally endowed tend to not really give a shit about the need about embarrassing anybody with their need to adjust their, their
1: Yeah. Tips. Well like I'm not embarrassed I just also don't want to deal with everybody staring at me like oh, okay. as I have my hands down my shirt or mm. something. Is that you the know? same
2: for guys who are exceptionally endowed do they? Is it the same mental attitude? I think the guys that don't are, care. once they... Because I'll start adjusting my junk more if, it, if it's going to give off the right once, signals. Once
0: guys get to a certain level of endowment, I think it kind of just adjusts itself. It's like an anaconda. It just kind of moves around and kind of goes where it will. Especially if they're wearing boxer briefs, because then it's just kind of down one leg at that point.
1: Well, one thing that I like to do if I'm, like, interested in someone is uh, something called cock knocking. <laughs> and this is something that girls do, where, like, if you go in for a hug, you know, like, you just position your leg, like, you know, just so, so you can kind of feel, like, how big a guy is. See what's is. going on down yeah. there? Yeah.
2: For real, you do that? Is that yeah, what
1: you
0: were doing? Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Joke.
1: Joke! Total
2: joke, come on.
1: It's just weird because, like, you've known me since I was 19. Like, I I think of you like
3: a brother.
1: And
2: other girls do this too? This is like a thing. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. this is a thing. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Some, some women are very, very, uh, very, uh, you know, 50s high school dance about where they keep their, 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 their pelvis in relation to yours when they go in for a hug. You know, it's a very, they arch the back forward, you know, lean forward and do kind of a hug only in the shoulder region. So there's no breast rubbage or, wow. or, 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 uh, these are things I have, well, like, I have that's, observed that's in my 40s. like whenever
1: years. a guy goes in for like a super like squeezy hug, it's like, oh, he's trying to tell how big my boobs are. All no, right. No,
0: well, no. Well, for me, it's not that at all. I, I mean, you know me. Yeah. You've known me for a long, since you were 19. And yeah. so uh I, I'm just a I'm just a genuine affectionate kinesthetic yeah. kind of individual and, yeah. and I want a good full body contact hug it has nothing sexual but behind that's,
1: it. That's context though. Sure. Like if True. it's True. That's you contextual. know if it's a guy that I'm on a date with I'm like mm, alright. Yeah I'll we're doing the shoulder guy.
0: hug or we're doing the we're doing the the kind of semi, the half Italian kind of, or <laughs> half half European uh, side, you know, hug on both sides with the little with yeah. the little tapety tip on the back, kind of kind of hug. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I go in for a hug. I go in for a hug. Even men, if I'm going in for a hug, I'm going in for a fucking hug. I want you know, <laughs> you know, get, get some slappage in there, you know, yeah. and, and and get going.
1: Yeah. But how did you not know about this? What the the cock-knocking? Cock-knocking? Yeah. Cock
2: knocking is yeah. what it's called.
1: That's that's the. It's gauging, technical the, technical I, gauging. I don't
2: know. I, I don't think I've ever been cock knocked.
1: I'm sure you have. You I don't know. know.
2: Women don't want to touch me. Oh. I don't know. Are you kidding? I, yeah. I don't know. This, this is
0: so... You honestly cannot tell me that women don't want to get in on this Bella oh,
3: am yeah.
1: I am
2: I am. now getting shy. <laughs> I, was, I was told we would be speaking of <laughs> Star Wars and Star Trek and nerd hey, things, and all this, of a sudden it's like, you know, cock knock, and when a chick reaches in she puts the thigh on your dick.
3: Yeah. What <laughs> just <laughs>
2: happened here? Hey, I feel got, like got, I've been I've ambushed. i
0: got proof. <laughs> Business cards say... <laughs> podcast about everything Everyth- When I oh, say okay. It means fucking I everything I feel like I have
3: it Kidamano. And it's funny, you know, the topic, <laughs> it's
0: going to be funny when I finally do the intro for this It's going to be, today we talked to Phil about dicks, you know, and about cock knocking And
2: <laughs> full body hugs and, you know yeah. I was you know. not aware of cock knocking as a thing I
1: actually, I learned that term from my friend Erica when I was 19 Oh, when okay I, like, you know, was, like, first meeting a lot of people in, like, the L.A. Dead scene And branching out from the art shows at uh, mm-hmm. Bar Inn so. You
2: know what's great about this? What? I, you just called yourself out on this podcast. <laughs> All your friends and everybody that's listening to it now knows that when you go in for like that hug, you're kind of checking. You just outed yourself <laughs> for cock knocking. That's true. You did. And he doesn't edit. Kind of put, I don't know if you oh no. heard you that part did, earlier. Did but yeah, so pretty, pretty much table. everybody, the kitty hug. No, if that leg comes in, she's checking that's you.
1: That's only if I'm interested in someone, no, and I hardly just, ever dip into the friend pool. Okay. I hardly ever well, dip maybe into
2: maybe you the have fans on here. That <laughs> are. Mm-hmm. So, Good yeah. luck finding you. <laughs> All right. I suggest, gentlemen, carry a roll of quarters around with you just in case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I blame David Bowie for this. I blame David Bowie in the labyrinth. Mm. Like... That's what
2: did it You need a hug to figure that out <laughs> Have you That's seen the movie <laughs> That's a visual No
1: I'm, I'm saying you know I, I might be a size queen because
2: Dance magic dance <laughs> <as> well, <but laughs> Size queen okay How long have you and
0: I known each other It's been a long time I don't know Since I was uh, I think I was officially introduced to you At Ground Control by Lisa Potato
2: Potato. She has Grimace's grandpa tattooed on her leg. Yes, she does. Yes,
0: she Grimace's does.
2: Grimace's grandpa.
0: Um, I think she. She. I. I had seen you at clubs for years because I've been clubbing in L.A. since probably about '98. I'd seen you around, obviously, because you have a very unique uh, appearance. Um. Uh. But um and then you and after that uh we were all at uh convergence in san diego and i was videotaping oh. the uh, the goth one goth and industrial 101 class that you taught
2: did you is that your video yeah it was my video okay yeah the one that you taught
0: at that conference room it's on youtube
2: Teaching dance classes yeah that was fun youtube so don't look it up folks or do but um
0: then uh, I started seeing you a lot more at um, well, you did uh, now. violin was not long after that. It was like a couple of the the club you were doing.
2: Was it? I were don't three four years. Okay, after I'm that gonna too? tell you right now. Okay, my memory doesn't work like normal people, <laughs> so I don't know what was five years ago or ten years ago or yesterday. So yeah. it's all kind of a blur. So okay. if, uh, the timeline. I couldn't tell you. I only remember, like, little facts of things. I don't remember sequences of events. Gotcha. So if you tell me that something happened before or after, I'm just going to believe you. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So I'm just going to say, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I have to say Violaine was
0: uh, the the first incarnation there of was, was one of my favorite clubs ever in in, in in L.A., and I only ever got to go, like, two or three times. Which
2: which incarnation? We've been at, like, four bunch of different places it was
0: yeah this was at a place god i don't remember where it was i want to say well it's definitely down la proper somewhere but like there was some place it was like a like a it had like a it was a club with an outdoor stage or something and it was like on this oh, weird was corner
1: Chinatown?
0: no this was like culver city or some, something Whoa. maybe but it was kind of like weird angled street or something and um there was a band and and there was also just tons of Cocteau Twins music and all that too. Was it
2: a, a warehouse?
0: Might have been. Might have been.
2: Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. We we spent a lot of time at Bassworks. Those hmm. were the good years. Oh I think it was
0: Bassworks, yeah. I okay, that yeah. yeah, that
2: was like people lived upstairs and it was a warehouse. <laughs> yeah. And then they just, you know, they they just kinda opened up the downstairs warehouse and do whatever you want. Yeah. That was that, cool. That was the best. We had Robin Guthrie play there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I missed that. I missed that time. He played in somebody's warehouse. I feel so left cool.
1: out. This was all before my time. This
2: was a while ago, yeah. This was before your time? This is probably... Young. How young are you? Like, seven? <laughs> <laughs> you mean? before your time or well, like, before started, your time here.
1: I, I started clubbing um, when I was, like, 17, 18, because I was doing the art shows at Sin mm-hmm. way back in the day, and that's actually how I know Michael. Yeah. We met at one uh, of Kendra's
0: art shows at barson Yeah. Yeah, through K and a whole bunch of other mm-hmm.
1: people so yeah so that was that like that was 10 years 2005
2: ago. yeah 2005 what year is it right now I just want to stop 2015 this. okay great. yeah
1: yeah that was 10 years and ago 10 years ago
2: we do years I
1: get of... do I get like a special prize for being in the goth scene 10 years now <laughs> like do, do they upgrade my goth card it's like what happened it's a black badge
0: it's so black it just blends in with your clothing so you can't see it anyway but you know it's there
3: Yes. <laughs> 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 mm.
2: Um. Those were the good old days. Yeah, yeah, we had that, and then we were at Roberto's for a long time. We started in.
0: I never went to a, uh, Roberto's.
2: Oh, really? I You're did go to
0: Complex once, like a year and a half or so ago, two years ago. Oh, yeah, we did. And that. it was Mostly it was very
2: it's, yeah, but it was the, smaller you, but you did violin
0: there, and mm. it was a uh, the the. the the hipsters have really gotten yeah. into gotten into
2: it's changed a lot I mean we started at Vertigo's in downtown which isn't even there anymore mm-hmm. got torn down it's apartments now mm-hmm. um, and then we moved around a lot of different places but it's changed you know it, it went from more of a dance night to more of a band night right um, which is which is fine too. I mean, we still we still spin. Actually, and the people
0: th- who used to be in the shoegaze were much more kind of gothy dream pop, you know, kind of thing. And that's kind of moved. Change the, the clientele's changed a bit too.
2: I, I suppose. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't changed, so I don't really know. <laughs> no, you um, haven't. But, but um, actually, we're the next one is on the twenty sixth. And we have uh, Wednesday's coming down from Portland, so she's going to... Oh, nice. She's going to DJ. She was the original, or one of the original DJs, so... I heard
1: her, when I lived up in Portland, she used to DJ at um, the Lovecraft Bar.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Um, that was when Owen was still living up there, and he was showing me around, and he was like, oh, did you ever meet Wednesday? Did you know Wednesday when she lives in L.A.? She DJs here, here, and here, so you should go to her clubs, because she's actually good.
2: I think she does Brick Bat Mansion now, or something, something like that. yeah. I don't know, I don't live there, but...
1: Mm-hmm. No, no one should move to Portland. Just but like if
2: Cleveland. you are in Portland, <laughs> go to Bat Mansion and then go say hi to Wednesday, and she'll yeah. play your songs. Or not. I don't want to put her up to that. No,
1: DJ Wednesday was really good. Obviously, Owen's good. Uh, my friend Jeremy, I think what's his DJ name, Tibbin or something. He was super good. So they have a scene up there. It's just it's weird because people don't really dance, and, like, you'll get a lot of punk kids showing up at the goth club and then complaining that it's not punk enough, and I'm like, you do realize this is a goth club? Like, yeah, but that's two different things.
2: But it's, it's maybe it's in that medium town phase where it's awkward. I don't know. Small towns... Mm-hmm. Small towns are kind of better, in a sense, like, across the country, like, when I've traveled, in the sense that, like, because you don't have a lot of people, and you don't have, like, so much, like, L.A., you just have the club like the one club yeah. or the two clubs Yeah. so everybody in the whole counterculture underground thing goes to those two clubs or and there's also a club. mixture of music
0: See, I'm from Den- yeah. I'm from Denver and there was a a very finite goth scene and there was yeah. only a couple of clubs that everybody went to and it was all, it was a mixed bag yeah. all the goth clubs played goth and industrial yeah. and and um, you know, you'd be li- you'd be dancing to you know "Can'tara" by Dead Can Dance, and then it would go into like a Marilyn Manson tune or something.
2: And so, you yeah. know, as as much as I would hate that, it yeah. it actually makes sort of sense, or or it's kind of good for those things mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it. It brings everybody together, yeah. You know, whereas in LA, everything's so separate, yeah. Which is
0: segregated, which
2: is okay because I have a shoegaze club that just plays (laughs) like shoegazy stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, But but it does kind of separate things out where it's like, oh. I don't want to go to that club. It's electro dark wave, and I listen to ID, EDM or EBM or whatever. And then now that's power noise. I'm more of an old school industrial person. So I got to go to this club. And then you're like, right. that's Death Rock. I need to hear goth. And right. Like, right. And then it's like you have like 10 different clubs, yeah. and you have like five things going on on a Saturday night. Yeah. So I mean, but the I can, scene's big.
1: I've been clubbing in New York, Chicago, New Orleans, Portland, Seattle, um, someplace That's in a lot of bad
2: things. The so Kitty Tour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dancing <laughs> someplace, in a
2: club near someplace you. Some
1: in Arizona, like Phoenix or whatever the fuck. I don't know. That is every, in Arizona. Every, correct. Um, everywhere I've been, I just, I come home and I'm like, my God, I'm so spoiled. Like, Christian spoils us. Amanda spoils us. Like... We are so goddamn Jason spoiled here.
3: Farber. He
1: totally spoils us. Like last yeah. night, he ran out to Jess, Vince, uh, Jenna. I'm playing your
0: song! Get in now! Exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. He's just like, I am so offended that none of you are on the floor <laughs> while Giving Ground is playing. How oh, dare you! And then the
0: last time I went out, he wasn't there. I'm like, no!
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, he's so a now. great
1: <laughs> DJ. Um, Ray Baron is great too. Um. I totes have a a DJ
2: crush on on Jason What? What? that I'm thinking about Ray Uh he texted me the other day and he goes he texted me the other day and he goes I'm in a bad dream I'm sitting at Olive Garden right now this is a nightmare (laughs) It is a nightmare.
1: I feel like anytime anybody says, like, I went to Olive Garden, they need to immediately follow up that statement with, because I hate myself. Uh,
2: no, I said, oh, who's your prom date? <laughs>
1: I feel the same way about Panda Express. Like, if you say, like, I just went to Panda Express, you have to follow it with, because I hate myself. Mm. Like, why would you do that? I hate
2: you know, myself, and I don't go to Panda Express. Oh, why do you hate yourself? Oh, it's the, it's the Gavi thing. You have to have Oh, yeah, yeah. Too many yeah.
3: feels. Oh, you know what? Uh, another
0: <laughs> previous guest, Andrew Holgain, we talked about that, too, that yeah. whole thing of... of the old Catholic guilt and the goth thing and it's like and you're going to therapy and you're on meds but there's something in you that just won't let go of it you have to hold on to it wow
2: because of that thing I have neither Catholic guilt nor therapy nor meds (laughs) so I'm flying blind on this but somehow I've managed to be miserable all the same but your hair's on point literally, literally and figuratively thank you I try yeah
0: well, you're. Sometimes that used to be up a good couple feet, right? It, I
2: mean, it's been tall, but it's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I like it manageably uh, long or short.
0: Can I ask what 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 material you use to? Uh, 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 achieve your level of spikeditude. I glue it. Glue it. Yeah. Good
2: old Elmer's. Good old Elmer's Yeah, glue. yeah, yeah. Glue to it. go yeah. along with your I Sharpie get...
1: black lipstick. I,
2: I don't go to <laughs> Sephora. I go to <laughs> Office Depot. There you go.
1: Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> some Elmer's
2: glue and some Elmer's Sharpie. Glue, some Sharpie. Black, yeah, black
0: Sharpie will stay on all fucking night. I no, know.
2: You
1: don't worry about like getting... Cancer? (laughs) Non-toxic.
2: It it says it on the pen. It's non-toxic.
0: Non-toxic. Yeah, a toddler can take one of those in their mouth and start sucking on it and they'll be fine.
1: Am I the only one here who uses actual lipstick when I'm wearing black lipstick? I
3: I have
0: have black lipstick, but I, I I haven't had occasion to Get <clears throat> fully gothed out and decked you, you out. Need to you need a long time. You were wearing a skirt. I Necro. was wearing a skirt. You're right. That's about as close as I got. I did wear a tremendous amount of guyliner that get, night. Get Necro. decked out
2: for Necro. Oh yeah. I'm bringing it oh, back. Uh,
0: I can't go to Necro this Why? year. Why? Or this month? Because uh,
2: it's a. Uh, Housewarming party. Yeah, your housewarming, oh, and I'm, that's right. my moving day. Go. So I'm going to yeah.
3: be
4: doing
2: all the things. Yeah, yeah. I got to go to Necro. I'm trying to. I'm trying I love to, Necro. That's trying to bring back the whole getting dressed up thing because oh, the scene is not the same as no. yeah. as it was a long These time kids ago. Today, with well, their well, non hair,
0: and, and their non clothes.
1: Hey, well. as as the. Youngest Gotham Room. I feel like certain clubs you can get away with being dressed down. Like Mal it's totally okay to roll in there like a little Chudley, well, like I'm just wearing a black. Let's make it totally
2: not. It's a fucking Friday night. It's the weekend. You're in LA. You're in arguably one of the best uh club like Goth towns best. in it is the, the best. world. And then you're gonna be like, "Mm, sweatpants, Mal. You know. Well, no,
1: like I've I've uh, never done sweatpants. Thank you. I'm
2: calling for change. I haven't. (laughs) I
0: haven't. uh, I haven't uh,
2: uh, ever worn uh, a hoodie. Goth book, but I, I, I do have. wear it <laughs> 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 but it's got a lot of patches on it <laughs> yeah yeah you know so and like, then I wear one, it I wear it all gloomy jack Skellington and Patch. Yeah. that I made so that's myself. okay on it.
1: but no like it's okay to be like a little dressed down for Mal, cuz it's industrial but ruin like I would never show up at ruin unless it's like you know nicely <laughs> done yeah yeah
2: but you you even, like even, hit you with a wand. even then yeah, I, exactly. don't I don't know I don't you were not around for like the this the heyday, or this time, mm. there was a time oh, when yeah. when release the bats was oh, early on, yeah, and when yeah, Coven yeah, was yeah, going yeah, yeah. big and strong, and it was like you did not, if you left the house any sort of half ass, you would be shamed. Well, when when Coven so was shamed. at the Elray, right? When Coven yeah, was yeah, at the Elray? yeah, yeah, yeah. dude,
1: I didn't, it was. I don't half ass it for ruin. I don't half ass it. For n- you saw me at ruin last night. That was not half assed at all.
2: It was not half-assed, but it was not the way things were. No, no, and no. Here's my here's my. I'm um, put a plug in here. <laughs> what you need What you need to understand is that that's your that's. I guess the new, you know, like, well, I'm dressed up. It's new, but you you got to understand how things looked before the aesthetic of the past, which we're bringing back. But there's um there's a book that just came out. <laughs> Yeah, there's a book that just came out, and it's it's California Death Rock, and it's um, photos by um, by Forest and Amelia. They do blue blood, mm-hmm. and they do uh, the gothic, uh, the websites with the girls and the and the nakeds. Yeah, um, we like the na- we
0: like the goth girls and the nakeds. Yeah.
2: yeah, So anyway, they they have like a photo coffee book, and they took a lot of pictures over the years, and a lot of it captured that time period. Yeah and it's just amazing how people look it's this beautiful book the colors are amazing <clears throat> despite the fact that it's a Gothi book it's actually very colorful. very bright and colorful yeah. <clears throat> and it's um, it's just a, it's like a photo essay of like how people can look and how people looked at a certain time and I'm saying you should go get it because I'm in there like five times yeah
0: yeah alright
1: cool no but
2: seriously
0: so. well I yeah.
1: not half assed
0: oh that is not half assed told you not half-titted either. Anyway, um, thank
3: you.
0: <laughs> um, I have a lot of uh, actual paper photographs from late '90s, early 2000s of in L.A. of Fang Club. We used to get dressed okay. the fuck out. I mean, because part of going to Fang Club was wearing your fangs. I mean, you actually had go went to go and paid somebody somebody money, probably Gavin or somebody, and you paid the <laughs> money to get fangs made—real yep. dental material, good fangs that you could actually, if you really put your mind and your teeth to it, you could, probably could draw blood with them.
1: Is that where they come from, like the nice
2: ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you have to get those get, made. You get them made I, made. I don't have any, but I'm no. not a vampire person. No, right.
0: But no. I, I like fan club. But everybody was decked the fuck. out.
2: Yeah, everybody was decked out for everything back then, and yeah. now it's not the same.
0: Shirts and all this old <clears throat> crushed
2: stuff and there were, leather pants. And well,
1: what? Are there was there guys was a girl. All the kids to get off your. I'm lawn going now? to. There
2: was a girl <laughs> last night at the club who was dressed amazing. She had on that white. That white dress with the... Then it kind of flares out at yeah, the bottom. Yeah. I think her name was... Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. Darcy. Darcy is my new super amazing crush because she always looks amazing. I want her to be at every club dressed... Just there, dressed, dressed up. Amaz- she has incredible style. But she has her own style. That's the yeah. thing. Is like... she Usually you'll see her and she looks kind of like 40s military fetish kind of thing. Or, or 20s-y. And like last night it was that that elegant sort of ballroom dress sure, the tiara yeah. thing going on right and I'm like you are so well put together yeah like you are amazing you need to be at every club and I'll do my part but that's what i everybody's got to do their part now and bring it back and I hung <laughs> yeah. out with James last night Death Rock Hawk and the torn oh, yeah. up shirt I and the mesh and all the that Death Rock guys so yeah. it's well, like
0: cobwebs all over yeah there. and he's got that going
2: on and patches and Death Rock the, pants, but yeah
0: fucking fan hawk yeah the yeah, hair
2: yeah. the makeup the clothes it needs to come back.
0: The hair that looks like it came out of a cotton candy
2: machine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we awesome. we need to bring it back I and do, make I it mandatory. Death yeah. Bring well, it, bring it back. Make sure everybody does it.
1: Well, if you want to bring it back, like, what do you know? You suggest for those of us who weren't around, like, <laughs>
2: buy the book that I'm <laughs> in about it? five or six times. I'm, all, I'm on the yeah. back cover. Just saying, I got pictures. Um, yeah. I can he's got the pictures. pictures. Buy the book and then look at it and be like, "Holy shit!" And then go to. Don't go to um, Hot Topic or wherever the kids go. Don't go to the don't go to the fucking mall or wherever. Um,
1: I think you can, you can
2: order stuff online. You can go to Marlowe's. but you know what? Back in the day, you go to fucking Goodwill. You go to the thrift store. Oh yeah, and you're yeah. like, what is this thing? I can fuck with this thing and make it look awesome. Yeah. you go. To, you you shopped at thrift stores because we grew up. We were poor yeah, we were when poor. we were doing this, and also there wasn't this giant resource of oh, I can just go online and buy this corset for three hundred fifty dollars that I like like that. There wasn't as much of that. And it was kinda like, well, you know, some people could, other people couldn't, but you go to the thrift store, you're like, this thing looks good, it's fucked up, it's got holes in it, whatever. And then you take it home, you modify it, and then you wear it, and then nobody has that thing, and you don't show up and go like, Oh shit, she's wearing the same corset as me. Because hmm. I hate that when somebody's wearing the same corset as me. I hate
0: that too.
2: Uh,
0: a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we used to, we used to get dressed up. It was that the kind of Victorian aesthetic that went so well with the gothic novel kind of vibe. That was kind of what everybody well, was going
2: for. There, well, that was that was more fan clubby, the Victorian thing, I think. Well,
0: back in Denver, I mean, everybody was kind of doing okay. kind that, of too. And back in the day when everybody did the white face and the, you know all that stuff, too. I like the
2: white face.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. That's more like the romantic Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we need a good mix of everything. That's that's the problem as well, is because, you, because you're separating the clubs again, you're losing that diversity. Hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm going to go to a club, and everybody's going to have the industrial haircut, and 20-hole docks and the shorts and the suspenders or whatever and the wife beater. I love and It's just like, it's just clones. I mean, yeah, yeah. Whatever.
1: I really like the classy industrial <clears throat> look where it's the suspenders and the docks with like the button-down and the tie.
2: Yeah, I think that's kind of what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. That's cool, but you should have it's that very no It's very militaristic. Oh, yeah. It's
0: very, it's very, I hate to say it, but it's very, you know, kind of, you know, that, that, Hitler youth look almost without being mm, racist. Y- yes. But it's that kind of militaristic yes, youth that's what look. See, I always
1: thought it was like classy but <sighs> with
3: a bit of edge to it. No, yeah, you know? it's
0: Hitler youth. It's very, it's, it. very <laughs> it's very, it's very jackfruit. Uh, yeah, it, that's where it comes from. That was yeah. the, because Nazism was like the ultimate, the thing that automatically offends everybody across all boards <laughs> except for Nazis that was the look and you didn't have the, the the actual symbology on you but you had the look and you had the okay. short hair the short swept side hair with shaved sides you had the you know the dark green or dark red shirt with the pencil thin <laughs> suspenders and the, the the tall boots and the, I, and
2: I see you're blushing cuz now you're realizing I like the nazi look God That's me. what yeah. it's killing you yeah. right now.
1: Yeah. A little bit that That's you're that you're
2: digging from. the fascism.
0: It's <laughs> it's fucking Rolf in 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 Sound of Music. That's I know, where, how do you not? The is,
2: but there's 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 beauty to the aesthetic. There's That's what you is. need to They're understand. Right. Look at there's Death and June right. and all those. Well, things. look what like, Marilyn Manson did. with you know. it. he did
0: his own thing. Well, I'm who, like him or not. He he took that thing and made it a thing and it's did his own thing with it. Yeah. But they also did it in Pink Floyd The Wall. It's the same thing. Yeah.
1: Well, I have a proposal. Since you want to like the bar so much. Next time I go out to a club, you two have to play fairy goth father and like help me get ready and stuff.
0: We're gonna do what not to wear the goth edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I mean,
1: you and Danny are already so helpful. Like when I come over, I'm like, okay, which of these five little black dresses? And we're like, you
0: know? okay, that one. That
1: yeah, one. which is is super helpful for me because one of the reasons I'm never to a club before like eleven o'clock is because I'm sitting there trying on like seven different outfits.
0: Well, you could probably Google Goth Club Goth Club Wear two thousand or you know, night midnight. Right. Well for me like it's that. it's
1: not even like trying to fit that look. It's literally just like what of these seven things, right. you know.
0: Working with what you got. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, not like I said, not even that. Like I, I can't, I can't make decisions. Like oh, okay. <laughs> when yeah. it comes to fashion, it's like I want to wear all seven of these things, but that's not possible. <laughs>
0: well, uh, one thing I found that I, I had a, a friend who this is what she used to do. She used to hang up. She used to have these have nails on her wall. Yeah. And she used to hang up um, five or six outfits and then take a dart and go and turn her back and just throw it back and whatever it hit that's what she would wear
1: I can get behind this yeah. or behind
0: another friend that's how the ripped didn't shirt thing put, started <laughs> didn't, yeah, yeah. another friend who didn't want to put holes in her wall used to take all of her outfits put them into a laundry basket jumble them up <laughs> or into a bag you can do the same mm-hmm. thing jumble everything up reach in without looking grab, throw it on the bed reach in, grab, throw it on the bed <laughs> and come up with something that feels like pants something that feels like or you know, whatever it is take two or three
2: and then boom yeah. that's what she that's how the two different sock things started exactly yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think you should just bring all five outfits to the club with you and then do wardrobe changes throughout the night that's a <laughs> whole nother <laughs> level like that nobody's even done yet like you know what I'm saying yeah it's one yeah. thing to show up looking amazing it's another thing to look five different amazings over the course of the night <laughs> yeah. I think you can take well, this to the next level of
0: course we know about you kitty every <clears throat> outfit you're going to wear is going to be fucking amazing <clears throat> so you know thank
1: you <laughs> yeah I I really like the intersection of like super comfortable and looks super good like the dress that I was wearing last night it looks super good and I felt really really pretty but it's like made of PJ material so mm. it's super comfy yeah. and like breathable and like perfect for summer
0: well like, I used to be able to do the the whole full regalia back in Colorado because it was cold there but then yeah. I moved to California and I had to stop doing that because I would I would show up on point and within 20 minutes all my makeup was completely slid off my face <laughs> <laughs> sweating my
2: ass then off then you're wearing the wrong makeup well, well but there's even also, still uh, even wearing MAC it would still happen to me still face. the wrong makeup no no
1: no there's makeup setting spray that makeup Forever puts out, and you just like spritz your face, and mm. it stays on like all fucking night. Like you have to chisel it
2: off. Just use better makeup. When's the last time you saw it slide off on my face? Five well, hours never. of dancing, You're also
0: using and you Sharpie. dance, and you dance like an Olympic athlete, and I and sweat like and crazy. Sweat
2: like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you have to wear makeup that you sweat through. That's it's all it's movie makeup, is what it is. Yeah, porous. That's what we're using. Movie makeup and then you're sweating through it it's coming off and then and there's plenty of places
0: what is it uh, Cinema Secrets in in Noho
2: Joe Blasco a couple of other places too you can go to those places get
0: yourself some good foundation Factor is good for that well
1: every time like I've done like the Sith makeup like Mm. you've seen Mm. it like it's always stayed on all night with the makeup setting spray so that's that's my solution and I've even gone to Korean food where it's like you know two hours after the club and it's still on so
3: nice yeah. Go. I'm
0: gonna try the sharpie thing next time.
2: Try the sharpie, the sharpie thing. Sharpie. It comes. It comes in black, <laughs> and red, and, a little, and a little I think blue.
0: Denatured alcohol on a Q-tip ooh, comes ooh. right off. So
2: I just mm. use soap and water. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Depends on what you're
0: doing with your lips afterwards. You know? I
2: don't know. <laughs> I, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Okay.
0: So the other thing is, um, obviously, you are also a restauranteur. Uh, it's
2: questionable uh, well you
0: have what two restaurants now uh yeah so something like that therefore Mm. uh but you start now you start you've been cooking your whole life obviously with family stuff
2: right no 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 No.
1: how did you get into it yeah I don't
2: I don't remember exactly remember the the whole thing of memory (laughs) and (laughs) timeline so I don't remember exactly um let's see I like to eat hmm that's really what it boils down to is okay. that um, I like to eat so I want to have food that's good and um, a lot of times food isn't that great and then you, you <laughs> go home and you end up fixing it or whatever or modifying it mm-hmm. but that's kind of that's kind of what it's born from yeah. is necessity I suppose okay. um, and then um, I do enjoy cooking. I I enjoyed cooking for people, and then I was doing tacos at Bunker for a while, a long time. Yeah, and uh, it got quieter here because Michael left.
1: You're not supposed to say that. No,
2: because it's it's a, it's a, I can't not say it. he's gone. We're gonna continue. I, well, I
1: was trying to keep up the conversation. It's Thank not you very much. it's not
2: possible. He's gone. He left. The, the people need to know
1: <laughs> what that he's I taking know. a piss.
2: Oh. oh, what? You're not supposed to say that. No, I stepped away. I stepped Maybe away. he just had to leave for some reason. Uh, no, I just you, had to spend uh, a penny. I said he left. You said he took a piss. That's all
1: right. I was um, keeping up the conversation. Oh, all right. I'm just happens. letting Phil talk. Uh,
2: yeah. No, don't let me talk. <laughs> anyway. Well, that's what it's all about. Yeah. So, yeah, I cook food. I like to eat food. He used and to bring
0: a lot of food to. Uh, I would bring, we we, we, we always delight, delighted whenever you came to ground control. Whenever it was your week to cook at ground control, really? when I was going, when I was going consistently on a weekly basis, when it was still at Jewel, I was going every week or every other week. And whenever I found out it was going to be a doomy night, I, I was super happy. And I always made sure I had cash so I could so I could get some of your food. Great. Well,
3: like
1: yeah. people always, you know, say like, "Oh, isn't it hard being vegan? Isn't it hard like when I was a vegetarian, being a vegetarian?" And I'm like. I can get vegan fried chicken at 3 in the morning if I want. Like, it's not that hard. And, like, all I have to do is show up at your restaurant. <laughs> at the
0: risk of sounding like shameless flattery, you, do me, are the reason why I actually started enjoying vegan food. Really? Yeah, I had never wanted to try it. Never was interested. Always went. Oh God, that's because
2: it's all terrible. That's why I did the restaurant. Right. <laughs> it's exactly, terrible, exactly.
0: But you right. actually turned me on to real good vegan food, and and you know, it's because
2: it's not. It's not really like I don't think of it as vegan food. It's just like an American diner, and then it's like, but you can only use these ingredients. All right, right. we'll make it happen. Right. You know, but I don't. I don't set out to create vegan. You know, dishes. It's, it's just, just like the- okay, make just make a regular dish, but. Don't use but cruelty free, <laughs> yeah. Or but uh, you know yeah. whatever. I was, I'm pretty mean to the staff, so <laughs> I can't say it's cruelty free. But yeah, so you know it's just it's a different mindset, and that's what I that's what I was sort of figuring out because I went out to like vegetarian vegan restaurants for many years on dates and such, and it was always terrible for me. And I'm like, this is a miserable experience. No wonder why everybody hates it. And I never understood, like, why it had to be that way. Because hmm. it's like, I can make this better at home, or I can make a better version of this, or I can, you know, put better thought into this. So... Yeah.
1: Well, you do a great service making... Oh, Indian, yeah. Every- like, diner, like, American food.
0: I've you know? never I've never disliked anything <laughs> that I've had of
2: yours. And well, keep going, you'll find something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, we... Those times when you, when we're at the club and you just kind of start passing the word out, hey, everybody, come to come to come to do me's afterwards, you know, and we're going, yeah. and then we all just cram the cram the tip, tip jar full and just eat yeah. till we burst. And yeah,
2: that's called after a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is. Well, I'm like, fine. holy shit, I made too much food for this wedding. What am I going to do with it? Dude, hey, guys. Come that, out to the club.
1: That one time when you had the uh, vegan chicken cordon bleu leftovers, oh, that was that amazing. That was amazing.
3: Wow. <laughs> you
1: ever have leftovers of that again, you fucking call me.
2: Vegan, vegan chicken me. cordon bleu? I hope I never have to have leftovers of that again. Oh, I hope I never so have to make good. that again. Was it tough? <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, You have to take this vegan chicken patty. You have to like, roll it out. And the stuff's kinda like play doh, sorta. Yeah, yeah. It's like lumpy play Doh. you have to roll it out and then you have to stuff it with cheese and what's it made up? Like, like soy or soy it's protein like, or? oh it's high tech crap. It's Go like food. soy and weed and right. pea protein powder and they they do they do good work on those new like fake meats, but I mean, you There's could tell stuff me that, room.
1: like, it was made of dead babies, and I'd be like, delicious.
2: That wouldn't well, be vegan. You'd
1: be surprised how many vegans have no problem eating yeah, people. Yeah,
2: vegans will dead eat babies. people. I'm so, sure. yeah. if you're ever, like, on a plane and it goes down in the Andes, figure <laughs> out who the vegan is and kill that person.
3: Because they
2: are going to eat you. To they're, eat they're a ass. liability. No compunction <laughs> about eating people.
1: Yeah, I have no problem eating people.
2: See? There it goes. Cannibalism. Yeah. Admitted cannibalism.
1: Animals never. They're innocent. They don't deserve it. They didn't do anything. But people are dicks. Like, they're just complete assholes all the time. So I don't feel bad about it. Mm.
2: All ah. right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 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 Cannibalism. There was this dog. Why it's the room? <laughs> I
3: see. Um, yeah.
2: I, have a, I have a new uh, place next door. That I'm working on Blue Rose. Yeah, the Blue Rose is is like doing its coffee originally, but we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna put like a restaurant in there. Now I have sort a question. Of. I have a question yes.
0: about the name, of the Blue Rose. Does that come from David Lynch?
2: No, oh. but it, but it can if it makes you feel better.
3: <laughs> it's
2: it's a, it's an intensely private um, name. Okay, fair enough. But everybody goes, oh, it's this or it's that. So I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, David Lynch. Okay, yeah. Remember the... Twin Peaks, Fire Walk With Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that a thing? Yeah, 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 it was. Oh, (laughs) what was (laughs) that? Did
0: you notice what was pinned to the dress? Blue Rose. Good. I can't tell you about that. You can? No, I can't. Well, there you go. Twin
2: Peaks. Same
0: thing. (laughs) Well, all right. So, um... So you like to eat and you decided that you can do better than what you had fare wise at other places so and and it's been a, a success I mean yeah. even even you had, you had a fire and the place practically burned down and you still recovered from that and you're still doing well
3: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that had a lot to do with insurance. That had very little, <laughs> to little to do with my my greatness or my well, cooking no, no, prowess. I think it saying. had to do with money coming yeah. in.
0: Clearly, you're making something that that has a has a market, that has an audience, that has a, a following that, yeah, and people keep coming back and recommending it to other people. You
1: I mean, got it. that shout out on like a late night talk show. It's I true. mean, that's big.
2: What's his name, Jimmy uh, Kim- Jimmy Kimmel?
1: one of them uh, nobody Jimmy watches Fallon that show or Jimmy Kimmel probably Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> nobody
2: I would, watches doubt, that I would show. doubt Fallon
0: yeah. would
1: know because Fallon know. spends all
0: his time yeah. in New
2: York Jimmy Kimmel's Jimmy, here really. Jimmy Kimmel
1: <laughs> yeah
0: who used to be on K-Rod who watches about Jimmy about?
2: Kimmel nobody Nobody watches old that show old
1: people my
2: dad <laughs> Um. yeah he uh, there was I think it was some some lady from a TV show called Scandal or something mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was eating it on the, on the show because oh. the, the prop master contacted me and they needed like photorealistic or video realistic fried chicken for mm. the show, so then I and set she's her. She's a vegan actress. Yeah, okay. so I, I set them up with with a bunch of fried chicken that looks that like, looks very fried, real, like fried chicken. Yeah, it looks like fried chicken. It's like more than like the stuff. The stuff at work, you know, we just do for food and it comes out fast. But for TV and movies, it's like you have to make it look.
0: You'd have like molds that you'd use to or you No, everything's sculpted everything's by sculpted
2: by hand. I've nice. done oh. I did fried chicken for that. Um, <clears throat> a long time there was ago there was a show, I think it was called I think it was Rosolian Isles. I don't I don't have a TV so I don't know the shows. Uh-huh. and Isles or something. And they needed steak. And they needed a, a, an actress to cut into like a steak and have it look like a rare steak. But that had to be vegan, so With I did the blood and everything. Uh, yeah, well, just yeah, yeah. The, the red, the red inside yeah. and all that. So we did. I've done a a vegan steak. We did vegan fried chicken. Um, recently, yeah, I did I steak. Uh, for the upcoming movie. Um, I did a beef stew, which actually, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know if I can spoil the movie, but I, I did a I did a stew for an upcoming um Tarantino movie. Mm, interesting. I don't know how I don't know how much I can say. I don't know. I don't I didn't sign anything. Anyway. And yeah. the and the <laughs> end of the movie the guy dies. There. There. <laughs> oh, spoiled oh, it. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> um, but no, there's there's a there's a stew and then the the stew in the movie is actually it's vegan and it's and we did that for like a month. A long, long time. Every day. And the guy would call me, he'd be like, Hey you Need more Can stew? I get it, ten gallons of stew tomorrow? I'd be like, Oh jeez. <laughs> so so yeah, so I've done a lot of movie stuff and TV things. Maybe not a lot, but it comes up. It's Hollywood, you know? That's yeah. cool. You're going to cool. get all that stuff. Um, the other day I saw, there's some some clip, some Russell Simmons clip where they they, they were f- giving these comedians like vegan soul food for the first time and they're, huh. they're talking about it. And I, they didn't tell me anything on that. I wish they would call me and be like, hey, we're doing this thing. Can you send us stuff? But instead, I think they just they just picked it up at the restaurant, so it doesn't look, you know. I'm like, ah, oh, if you're gonna film it, let me know. But anyway, so they were eating um, fried chicken and mac and cheese and shrimp, and you know, nice. And they were like, "What the fuck is this?" Well, you know. Yeah. So it's good. So it happens. It pops up here and there.
0: But that's well, that's Hollywood. One would think that red mm. beans and rice would be uh, would be vegan. However, I think isn't it cooked with a substantial amount of pork fat in there?
1: I was
3: gonna
0: say butter too. But butter, sure. yeah, yeah,
1: Everything yeah. southern
2: is covered in butter. butter. Uh, Just my like Poland. phone's ringing. Should I take this call? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. We need to pause We can pause. No, yeah. no. It's it's work. Hold on. Yeah, pause it. Yeah. Hello, Doomies. Hello? It's Howard Hollis on the phone. Howard put Hollis. On on we're gonna put, put you on, on speakerphone speaker. Hold on, hold on. It's Howard Hollis. Okay. Ready? Okay, go. Howard Hollis. Hi, guys. Who's over there? Hey, it's Michael Simpson.
1: And Kitty Brown. We're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast
0: with Doomy. How yeah. you doing? Former former podcast oh, guest uh, Howard Hollis. This is our first
2: phone call on the podcast. Oh, my
1: gosh. Exciting.
2: Yeah, Howard, you're wow. the first caller. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Hollis, go. <laughs> hi,
4: hi, guys. Nice to be back on the podcast. It's, yeah. Uh, I guess I had pretty good timing. I, I won't uh, take too long. Actually, I'm, I'm calling about... Uh, I want to ask you a few questions about uh, some linens and stuff for our wedding, so that can wait till later, till after you guys are done.
2: Howard's uh, getting married. How's,
4: how's everything going in old L.A.? Oh yeah,
0: pretty good, huh? Um, yeah. It's warm, but uh, not unseasonably so. And uh, but we're
1: transitioning into tattooing season. Yes,
0: we are. Aha,
4: uh-huh. awesome. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. And you guys are doing the podcast. Yeah, I right now, you, you, are one on the of the finest, you are on the podcast. And most amazing you restaurants on the in
2: L.A. <laughs> yeah, you're you're talking right into the microphone, <laughs>
4: like you do. Mm-hmm. So well, you, I, I should say that You Jimmy's you is one of the finest and greatest restaurants in all of Los Angeles. we were just <laughs> talking fact. about that
2: fact, factual. Wow, we are on the same wavelength. <laughs> um, I I um I'll help you with your questions. I guess I'll you want me to answer them afterwards, but. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, this is nothing exciting for the podcast. I don't know. It's your wedding. Did you just say that your wedding is nothing exciting for a podcast?
4: Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys. No, I'm sure good data from all you guys. But uh, yeah, I recommend anyone listening. You gotta try me. If Facts. if not only for the
2: secret menu. have you guys talked about the secret menu yet no no Ooh. thanks Thanks for segueing that uh
4: oh uh oh sorry to the bring
3: secret, it up a
0: f- the secret, secret menu but is so secret I, I didn't even know about it. it really really
1: where
0: have you been well not at not, not at Doomy's apparently
4: yep. yeah yeah same <laughs> chicken, but I, I will tell you that Doomy has actually made me a vegan double down Ooh. and uh, that was the Greatest thing ever. And I wanted to ask, uh, I want to ask Jimmy if uh, he'd be into trying to make a vegan version of that new pizza with the f- little hot dogs in the stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I'd like suppose. A, like a stuffed crust pizza with hot sauce in it. Well,
2: hot sauce or hot dogs? Yeah, I
4: would love to try um, that well, as, the, as a hot oh, dog version yeah. of that. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm sure we can do so, it so
4: anyways well, I'll really a good to don't if you could uh, call us after uh, the podcast is done we, we'd just love to talk to you and ask you a few things if you have any suggestions for us absolutely question
2: okay no so, problem
4: right. hi Sam uh, Mike, uh, says hi. Hi. How are you guys. Take it easy. Have a great podcast. Okay. Sorry. Thank you Thanks, for Howard, thank you for being you. the
2: call in guest. <laughs> first
1: time that's happened. That's cool. That was unexpectedly yeah. cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh awesome. I didn't I didn't have his number in my phone for some reason, so I didn't know it was him. Oh, cool. So cool. Okay. Yeah. Great. Excellent. See.
3: Yeah. It all
0: fun comes fun. together. It's all fun. Things happen. Full circle. Yeah. And yet more confirmation of your. <laughs> Your, uh, your, your good wares, sir. I
2: don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting a new place, or next door at the Blue Rose. I'm, I'm doing a new concept that I'm inserting in there. This is more plugs. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm doing a pasta restaurant. Pasta? Yeah. So we'll, so we'll do the Blue Rose coffee thing during the day, and we're working on redoing the menu there for that. Um, but then at night, we're going to do, like, pastas. I hesitate to say Italian because it's not really going to be... Just relegated to that? It's... Yeah, it's not Italian food. It's like Italian sort of style and maybe like Italian pasta and and technique to a degree. But it's going to be... I'm calling it sort of L.A. inspired pasta.
0: So is it going to be... Like different sauces, different cultures.
2: Different sauces. Sauce, it, bam. Exactly. Yeah, so you got yeah. like.
0: So you have your well, like like take spaghetti. I mean, that's yeah. basically lo mein. It's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Lo mein. You, you fry it up with a little garlic and and uh, and some some meat and and um, certain things like that. Boom, and you got you got combination lo mein and, and versus the Italian version which has got red sauce in it or white sauce or clam sauce or whatever. Yeah
2: it's it's kind of like that it's it's different ingredients um, just from things that we're sourcing you know around here um, living in LA it's this, this giant melting pot so you know like produce here is Asian produce as much as it's American produce sure, you sure, know because sure. it, they're, they're growing in here so you have access to these things that are sort of from other cultures but they're really this culture because this is where we live. This is where those people live, and, you know, whoever different cultures, they all bring in their foods from around the world. Right. And and we really have a great opportunity to have access to those that you don't have in other cities. I agree. Um, even other big cities. Yeah, even yeah. other big cities because it's it's so local and it's and it's so fresh um, and yeah, we it, have it's so diverse. Our town
0: here we obviously have a huge Latino population, 51% yep. of the people now. <clears throat> and uh, and That's then out.
2: I thought it was sixty something. Oh, is it sixty something now? Yeah, I think it's even it's like larger than it was before. But something. I thought it was fifty I, and one. Wait, documented or undocumented? <laughs> 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 two different wow. numbers. <laughs> hey, you know people, is people doesn't? It? I, okay, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say it's, it's a good number. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and and there and and there's so much great food. Are you gonna do like
0: a Korean type version too? Like I, a, like a spicy. I, I'm still
2: working bread bread. on the menu. I have a little bit of everything, but it, but it, I'll tell you this though, it's not anything it's it's really not much traditional from anywhere. It's more like ingredients. Okay. Um, and maybe certain styles, but nothing like... There's not a lot that's straightforward. It's sort of just new. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going for new. Like, okay. okay, I took these things. I took these, you know, like Latin American ingredients, and then I did a pasta. I took these things. I, I'm just mixing things. So I'm, I'm still kind of working things out, but um it, it's it's influenced, I guess, by sure. things, but it but it's I'm hoping to have it be uniquely its own. Um,
1: what are you going to call it?
2: I don't think I'm going to call it anything. I don't know because I because it's still going to be the Blue Rose like during the day. So I'm I'm hoping for sort of like the underground restaurant thing. The Blue huh. Rose at night. Yeah, or maybe maybe <laughs> I'll Rose have it like, a, like Baywatch
0: nights. Yeah, I'm,
2: I mean maybe I'll have a name for it or something. But it's not like it's going to go up on the signage. I don't think. I think I'm I'm hoping that. I'm hoping I can do it through, like, word of mouth cool. and sort of get that food underground coming in. We'll come and just back knowing on the
1: podcast once it's when,
2: open. Once it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. Once I get all the dishes.
2: As soon as I get all the dishes worked out, uh, you know, we'll get it open. It's just we're, I think we're five or six dishes now out of about 16 or 18 that we need. It's going to be, like, six or eight pastas. I think, yeah, six pastas plus two alternative kind of things And then I think six apps Or starters And then maybe four desserts And I that's mean, the whole thing
1: I know I've told you this before But let me just mention again If you need a taste tester I absolutely volunteer <laughs> that,
2: that is what everybody Everybody wants to be a taste tester You're welcome to come over And taste test It's such a process though The way we taste test Don't it's, care it's, care, it's soon. hours long process. Cause what, cause what we do, because we're, we're trying to hone in on like a sauce or we're trying right, to hone sure, in on a certain sure. thing. So you make like this little, like little tiny, you know, single handful amount of pasta. Um, and then you eat it and you're like, okay, I need to make this adjustment. And then you go right back and you make it again. You make the adjustment <laughs> and then you're like, okay, now and he's you know, so you're, you're tasting you're like, ah, it needs a, a touch of sugar. It's too acidic or whatever. I need to cut back on this. And then you're like, ugh, it needs a texture element. So now I'm going to throw this in. So, you, so you're eating these little tiny dollops Samples, of pasta right? like over the course of hours all right. night. And eventually you're getting pretty full of pasta. Yeah, okay. and eventually I you feel sick of the other. The downside
1: end to this. Honestly, this sounds awesome. Okay. <laughs> like, if you have time
2: to kill, yeah. it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a slow process. That's all. And that's why it's <laughs> taking so long because we really have to hone it to perfection. And that's always how I try and figure out food is I try and create a dish like to this level of perfection so that later on we can fuck it up and then make it great.
3: <laughs> okay. You know,
2: you design to perfect so that you can fuck it up to great and then worst case scenario it's good. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what I'm always striving to do is is put that in place cuz it cuz it'll never be perfect during service. Like the food, you know, when you test it is always better than when you're actually in real life situations of like having to crank it out for customers and the time constraints and this and that. So it, it always suffers a little bit. So you have to sort of overcompensate. Um, but it takes a lot of testing because it's sort of like um, new territory on the flavors and new territory on the items that are getting mixed together. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nothing, it's not too many things that you... It's things you're familiar with, but just not in those combinations. Okay. Cool. Sounds really good. And then a little bit of traditional stuff here and there, but it should be interesting. Like,
1: the sushi you did for my birthday, oh my god, that was amazing. And again, thank you so much for, you know, going through the trouble for me.
2: That was fun. It was fun. Um,
1: It was fun for me, too. It was delicious, what it it was.
2: I like it. I like the practice. I like um, doing stuff that's outside of my comfort zone, and I actually don't like to eat sushi, so... Um, it's fun to make it because then it's the challenge of like well if I can make it and it's good then you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. so yeah. that was that was cool I was thinking about putting sushi uh, for the blue rose like for Holy the day shit, for grab and it. go do it I don't know. I would, I would like to. I have to look into the supply chain and the time and the prep and all that and see if it's feasible. Just so long as I, I thought as it was you, a good grab and go item.
1: Yeah, just so long as you make um the one with like the sauce on top that you made for my birthday because that was amazing. I made oh special sauce
2: on top of her sushi for her birthday. You know uh, what I'm saying? You talking about the creamy sauce?
1: Yes.
2: Yes, the creamy sauce. Okay, yeah. Yes. Gotcha. I can only make so much of that a day. <laughs> <God damn
1: it. laughs> I totally walked into that one <laughs> too I
0: totally did uh, uh no shame no shame
2: <laughs> so. so come on down folks come on down folks uh, get some yeah um Yeah,
1: because the only other, like, well, actually the only vegan sushi place that I know of in L.A. is Shojin. And, like, their stuff is Their stuff is good.
2: They do good work.
1: It's good, but sometimes it tastes a little too healthy. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't, I can't do anything that tastes healthy. It's a little too protein pasty.
1: (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I find that there's, like, two types of vegans. There's, like, ethical vegans who just don't want to eat animal products. And then there's, like, the crazy health food vegans who are like, I'm only going to eat raw juice and vegetables and blah, blah, blah and, like, rabbit food, you know? And, like, I see this a lot with, like, places like the Veggie Girl will, 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 like, try and cater to both, and it's just like, no, no, fuck you. I don't want kale, like, with my burger. Like, I'm here for actual food, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, like, Shojin does that a little, too, where I'm like, mmm, this is starting to taste a little too healthy. But Shoujin's
2: macrobiotic. Uh, and Veggie Girl is an incredible business model. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So... Kudos to them. Yeah. Um, I just I
1: don't need kale if I'm having burgers and fries. Like
2: you don't, but but they're but they're fries. smart enough to, to realize uh, their market. You know, because they're not they're not their market isn't just vegans. It's mm-hmm. going to be people that are like ah, I need to switch it up and, and have something lighter, healthier for lunch. And hipsters because <clears throat> and, and hipsters. hipsters. But statistically, what you have is you have ethical vegans um, far outnumbering health vegans. I mean, people can be, you know, one and the same, be both, but I think it's, don't quote me on it, but I want to say it's somewhere around, like, Mm 80-20 in terms of, you know, purposes for going being. So it's, like, ethics for the majority of it and then you have a good percentage that's health and then some people it's, like, religion or other people it's, like mandated health, like, I had a heart attack, and now I guess I'm not allowed to bake bacon anymore, I I mean, you know, whatever. I'll get a kale burger, it's fine, <laughs> you know, um, so, so yeah, so, but what, and that's the thing that I was noticing, was it's like, uh, this is not why people are vegan, primarily, the health is not the aspect of it, right. but the restaurants are geared towards that so they're really missing the greater portion of their audience
3: yeah
2: you know so they they sort of hit they hit the market wrong i mean there is a market for that but it's the majority of it is Mm -hmm. is that's not the reason so I, i saw this this gap it's like a it's a lack uh you know uh it's it was a void yeah so and it made sense and that's what that's just what i noticed from going out and you know yeah just, it didn't make sense to me
1: like i i have people like where you know i tell them like oh i'm vegan and they're like oh that must be so healthy and i'm like holding a slurpee and some fucking sour patch kids i'm like yeah totally you well, there's know? a lot
2: of there's a lot of unhealthy vegans out there definitely
1: mm-hmm.
2: i you know they're all eating at my place right now <laughs> so thank you to them
3: <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, the one thing that you can't escape in any
0: kind of cuisine is one of the one thing that you the one most most overused ingredient in everything to for flavor is sodium salt, and that's one of the worst. I'm one of the one of the key things that that helps. I mean, that's one of the things that keeps me from losing weight.
2: Mm. I am very pro salt. (laughs) I love salt.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's a secret of restaurants since the beginning of time. It's lots and lots of salt,
0: salt and MSG. I mean, that's in everything.
2: I we don't we don't put MSG in things. Well, that's cool. Uh, we don't put it in things. I don't know if it's already in there, but we don't put it in. Now we don't put it in things. Um, but I am pro MSG. Yeah, yeah. It's a flavor additive. It, it, it's it's a it's a flavor enhancer. It changes the way you perceive the yeah. taste of things. It so, actually ta- it, it, yeah. it
0: messes with your with your well, taste buds. It and makes you taste it's, certain it's, things
2: it's, a certain ways. It's way. the G in it. Yeah. It's the glutamate. um, Yeah, so it's the glutamate. So it's it's unlocking different receptors in your tongue that are allowing you to taste different things and it's contributing to that umami flavor when anyway, this is the boring part. So we'll skip this anyway. (laughs) So hey we are into science. That's yeah, you can talk science about science of food all you want. So Yeah. Anyway, but that's the gist of it. Um, so I'm 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 for it. Um, we don't really we don't have a use for it at work, but but I'm not I'm not against it. I'm not really against very much, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's in all it's in all your Chinese food, regardless. Oh, regardless Chinese, of what, regardless Chinese. of what the window says. <laughs> yes. it's, yeah. Um. So yeah, we, I forgot what we were talking about. Food. food. Oh, food! Oh my God, food! I love food, and yeah, the pasta place you should go when it happens. We're yeah, I've, so- I've been on this
0: like like major. My, my wife and I are in this major bid to you know shed weight, be healthier, be you know. Cause okay. We, don't,
2: then don't then don't go to the positive place. No 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 no, <laughs> no 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 no
0: no no. I'm saying I'm saying with regard to food, I'm just providing a little context from what I'm about to say. And we've been on this thing and, and and for a long time. It was easy to you know stay under a certain number of calories and not eat certain things. But i you know I'm about halfway to my goal and and I'm noticing it's getting harder and harder to, to stop eating. It's getting harder and harder to to not want to, you know, keep eating. And, and food is one of those things that I've always had a thing with because my it was a, it's a biology thing with my mom and her mom and did they all eat
2: food? Kind of well, no, no, no Cause because if your gonna, mom and her mom ate food, you're probably going to eat food yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> that's it's what
0: a the <laughs> thing where the whole switch that says hey, stop eating doesn't really work that well. So, oh. you know, it's a thing that I battle all the time.
2: Maybe that's my problem. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, there's no there's no treatment for it. There's no there's no yeah. way around
1: that. I'm on like a um, less food. I'm on like a bulk diet right now. I'm but working with a trainer and so like, yeah. I'm supposed to have 240 grams of protein a day, which yeah. is like not terribly hard but it's like I can't have you know anything but fruit sugars. Um, I can't have like too many carbs like it's only whole mm-hmm. grains and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like, um, it's interesting because you're trying to lose weight and I'm trying to put on muscle, and they're two like completely different diets.
2: Sure, sure. Like, I'm trying to enjoy my life. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. Well, my Ew. thing is I'm oh.
0: am of an age now where I want to con- I want to extend my life as long as possible. And oh, I see okay. That. And I'm trying to add uh, tack on years to the end of your life, a- end of my life, uh, uh, a- okay. as a, a, you know, a- as opposed to the the abuse of my own hand that I've suffered okay. for many many years. So.
2: That, yeah, that I guess that changes things. Yeah,
0: now, I'm enjoying things. We're trying to or work is a pain, but I'm trying to enjoy food and and being able to. I, I want to get to a point where I'm happy with my state of health, to where I can go and pig out on a day, and it's not a big deal. And, 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 or whatever, you know. I to I, I want to get to a point where it's ma- where it's all maintenance, and I'm still in that kind of kind of, uh, you know, downward climb of, you know, slog of trying to get the, the weight to come off and, and get to a place where I can maintain, so. Oh, I
1: just want to be, like, ultimate warrior. play like mm. the new Mandalore. Yeah. Or, you know, win the Hunger Games. Yeah. Stuff like
2: that. And start calling you Imperator.
1: Hell yeah! Imperator
2: Kitty Brown.
3: Hell
2: yeah! Well, good for both of you. And then here's one more plug I would like to recommend that you go on down to Veggie Grill.
3: Alright.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they have kale and the burgers and you're gonna be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: so you, you, you. I still see you at clubs not as often as I used to, obviously. because I would imagine the work. The it's restaurant just work. is just. Yeah. Is a twenty four seven gig kind of thing. Yeah.
2: And, and Keep telling
1: but, you, you need a clone.
2: I know. Yeah. A doomy clone.
3: Yeah.
2: So yeah, I still go out. No, I. I see you. Yeah. I see you.
0: Usually, necro or. Uh, occasionally, it'll be at Mal or something. Can't
2: miss yeah. necro. Yeah, I love necro. That's my favorite clone um, Yeah. Still go out, still do things. I wish I was doing more music. Um, You know, that's that suffered, definitely.
1: Oh, yeah, you used to play in a band and stuff. Tell us about
2: that. I used to play in a bunch of bands and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Why you gotta be so mean? I saw that coming.
1: (laughs) Why you gotta be so mean to me? What did I ever do
2: (laughs) to you? Yeah, no, I used to play in a lot of different bands. <clears throat> that was you know that was life before a restaurant was life it was just music sure. bands touring recording all that stuff so i need to i need to do it again it's just it's trying to get the restaurant at a point where you can kind of step away from it for longer than a podcast worth of time and then <laughs> um you know and just work on things because because uh music is very time consuming well. oh sure, you know, sure it's just it's hours and hours in the studio or whatever yeah um so I, I don't have that, that luxury yet cuz I have to babysit the place all the time but it'll come back around you know like cuz you don't you don't really lose that mm-hmm. you know and it's like the club thing it's it's kind of the same those are those are intertwined it's in, yeah. yeah so yeah. It, it'll just come back around and actually, I've actually been talking about it more lately because I've been speaking with some of my previous musical you know collaborators and so we're like okay we got to do it got it soon so we're trying to like book like a day and just be like Wednesday we work on music no matter what you know <laughs> so trying to get that in the schedule but oh. there's just so much on the horizon right now with um, with the restaurant with food a lot of caterings a lot of events coming up they're flying me out to Canada wow congratulations I think so far yeah cross fingers but um, <laughs> but I got contacted they're having a, a an event in Canada a vegan fair. Type of thing, and um, they wanted to fly me out and put me in a hotel so I can go over there and make uh, vegan Big Macs. Nice, go figure. Hell nice. yeah! So, so I have that coming. Um, we're the we're the official food vendor for the LA Haunted Hayride. Um, so that's a huge thing. That's like the whole month of October Two where we
0: non beef patties, special sauce, yeah, cheese, vegan
2: cheese, vegan cheese, vegan cheese. Let's see. So then you don't have the word lettuce in there if you did that. Yeah, yeah. Lettuce. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we do that. Uh, the hayride gig. Um, that takes a whole month out of my time, um, but it's good. So uh, all those things and all these caterings and weddings. So if anybody's getting married, <laughs> like Howard. Like I Howard. actually,
1: I just read an article on Jezebel that was like, "Here's how much money you would make if you spent, uh, I think it was something like fifty thousand on investments instead of on a wedding," and it was insane. Like you could pretty much like quadruple that money if you invested it right. I
0: think our like, wedding was like eleven hundred dollars, and then the honeymoon was like another two thousand, and we were done.
1: Yeah.
2: People spent fifty thousand on a wedding.
1: Oh, yeah. God, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we're uh, talking yeah. like like. Middle class people too, exactly. not like super wealthy people. We're talking like yeah. people spend a year's salary on a wedding.
1: Right, it's crazy. And to me, like that's just insane because I'm like, uh, that's a down payment on a house. Yeah. Like, that's, that's two
0: down payments on a house. Oh wow. Yeah. Dang.
1: <laughs> but I just I like how Jezebel's like. <laughs> here's what you could do to like quadruple that money you and you know spend what it on a dress. Keep, if you
0: don't get married you can still bang people
3: you know yeah. what Hell hey, yeah.
2: good, good for those people keep spending $50,000 on your wedding when you need it catered <laughs> let me know <laughs> I'm here to help you with that <laughs> Right. Oh, and uh, you'll you'll do gay weddings too. I'm sure. I do also. I don't care what. I don't care who you're marrying. Are you paying me? Like that's really what it is. Are you willing to give me money? (laughs) Yeah. Care what you do with your wing, wang Yeah. I I do not care who you're marrying. I'm happy for you either way. Yeah. We've done a bunch of different. We did. We do gay weddings. We do straight away. We do parties. We do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. It's all the same to me. So, it's all good. You know. Back to
0: clubbing for a second. The only thing I've noticed is that it seems to be a thing, and I don't know if it's exclusive, but I, mean, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but I haven't really thought about it more than this. But a lot of people, when they go clubbing, they're, in, they're just, like we're talking normies here, but they, they just kind of go when they're in their 20s, and then pretty soon they settle down or whatever, and they kind of stop oh clubbing, they stop going out and clubbing. But people who, but the goth types Whether they're married, whatever, blah, blah, blah yeah. They still go back to the they're club it's life lifestyle. First. Yeah, yeah. I actually
1: had a really interesting Conversation with Eric He's the pencil thin guy who always has The classy rivet head look with the tie Who dances by the go-go box mm-hmm. And he like, you know, we were talking He's like, do you ever think about your last day At the goth club? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, ah, oh, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I shouldn't Come out anymore, my kid's 12 and blah 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 And I'm like You're going to stop coming out? What the fuck? No, you're just going to age overnight, like Portrait of Dorian Gray style. Like, you step out the club, and it's just like, (laughs) eh,
0: That's true.
1: But, like, I've never thought about that. Like, I've never thought that there will be a last day at the club for me. Like, I want to be the fucking, you know, grandma, like, out on the floor, like, yeah! You know know? what sucks,
0: though, is when, when I was in my 20s and we were going out clubbing, this was First Wife. We're talking about. Uh, we would go out to clubs, and we'd see these people in their forties and fifties, and sometimes even sixties out of the clubs. And we're like, "Oh my god, how pathetic. These people still going. You know, I'm in my mid forties, still <laughs> going to clubs. Every-
2: it's the Fountain of Youth. It is. It is really what is. it is. That's it really why. Is. That's why I go. It's why I go dancing. It's why I want to still get dressed up because it's the Fountain of Youth. Because it is the place where um, you are going to intersect with people of all ages, and you're all there for the same thing. Yeah. 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 So if you yeah. can keep going. And then you can. Yeah, keep, the counterculture keep that. thing is definitely an yeah. ageless
0: thing. I mean, I've, yeah. seen, you know, I've seen old punk rockers, and I've seen old 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 guys that you know, old guys Dude. and old gals, and they're doing their thing, and they still, you know, they look older, but they still look like they're, yeah. you know, digging it. You well, know. like
1: I remember when I met Vince, I thought he was just a little older than me. Like I thought he was 31, 32 Homeboy's like forty-eight. You know? And same with Baz. Like, Baz is 50, and he looks like he's 31, 32. Yeah, you
0: know? I'm going to be 45 in August.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be
2: young. Ooh, I'm going to be 28 next month. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't don't know. Laugh at me. Oh, getting up dude, there. you don't
0: look at day over twenty-seven. Thank you,
2: <laughs> thank you. I try. <laughs> I think the the last day at a club is is when you change your just your whole life. When you're like, I'm moving to Patagonia and yeah. I'm gonna live in a cabin or something, then you'll have that last day because right. you're, you're changing everything. Right. But if you're still living in the city and you're still you know doing this rat race, then you're gonna. I know people who I,
0: when I was living in Colorado, there, the, there was there's this one. Lady I knew then she she was a couple years older actually five four or five years older than me and uh, she went up she lived in Denver she worked at I met her through um, she was working at the at the, the the press house where we got our newspaper done in college where the where they'd actually print the paper and she was working there and you know had you know punky hair and blah 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 and it was really cool and then she moved out to the boonies in Colorado, I mean, like, hundreds of miles away from yeah. Denver, uh, out in the mountains in Colorado, and she still drives into town and goes to the club, at you know, once a month okay. or so.
1: Well, I have a co-worker so. who was formerly goth. He was probably in the club scene when, you know, you guys were around, like, in the good old days. Um, and he looks he looks every day of his, like... Forty something now, and you know, I asked him. I was like, "Oh, what happened? Like, why'd you stop going out?" Because um, he saw my Susie and the Banshee shirt, and he's like, "Oh, I used to listen to them. I used to club, blah blah blah," you know. And he said, like, he stopped going out and blah blah blah. I was like, "Okay," but I want to figure out, like, how did you age overnight? You know. And I didn't say that in so many words. I was like, "Well, what was the first thing you did?" When well, you stopped now you going did on out? this
2: cast when he listens to it. They don't listen. To oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, I was like, "Well, what was the first thing you did when you stopped going out?" And he's like, "Oh." I cut my hair like I cut it off, and I got a normal haircut. So I think as long as my hair is cool, then I'll be okay. B-
2: yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> That's I, all I,
0: put it on is. The, I put on the, the corporate the corporate mask before and did my hair, but you know now I'm growing. I'm losing weight, so I'm growing my hair out. So excited! Yeah.
1: But, so it'll come back. <laughs> but yeah, like just gotta keep my hair a cool color, you know.
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah. Stay young forever.
2: There you go. That's the secret. <laughs> That's the secret.
0: So. Uh, I heard I hear a little birdie told me or a little kitty told me that you like Star Trek.
2: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so let's talk uh-huh. some Star
2: Trek. Yeah. Are we talking phasers on stun? Or yeah. yeah. Or am yeah. I shooting to kill? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Day?
0: What do you... What do you, uh, are you... Are you... Are you engaging in anything that, uh, surrounding that now in terms of Consumption of media,
2: or I mean, or, I
1: I only knew that you were into Star Trek because I kept going on about Star Wars, and you were like, "Star Wars." Brruh, Star
2: Do Trek. I have to explain this on the podcast? Yes. Okay. Look, I like Star Wars, of course, and I like Star Trek, and there's a difference between the two. Yeah, definitely. And I will settle this now on the podcast because <laughs> they, they both are great. The difference is Star Wars is basically sort of like a it's a space fantasy long ago, galaxy far away, um, which sort of like epitomizes the struggle and the complexities between good and evil and, and the sort of like the basic themes that we've carried through of all our mythology. And it's just, it's just sort of this wonderful fantasy story, um, about, you know, space, but takes place in space. Whereas Star Trek is real. And it just hasn't happened yet.
3: Yeah, yeah. That
2: is the difference. It's our future. Star Trek is real. Yes. It's our, it our if we, future. If we
0: pull our collective heads out of our rectums yeah. and stop electing Republicans, we can yeah. actually concentrate on bettering ourselves rather than pursuing wealth and, and cre- create technology to be able to go and explore space. Just like Bill Hicks said. There you go. In Inner and outer, boom, get it done.
2: Yeah. Anyway, that's that's the difference. Yeah, Star Trek is real. So, yeah. and I'm and I'm going to live there. No magic. No <laughs> magic in Star Trek.
1: But see, again, so I'd much. rather live in the world where you have all this advanced technology and it's mundane, you know, like traveling at light speed is just whatever because magic is real.
2: Light speed will get you nowhere. <laughs> um, magic but magic is just religion. That's yeah. what that's what you want, is you want religion in your life. No,
1: I want to be able to choke mm. someone from across the room using the force. That's what I want.
2: Religion.
0: Yeah, throw a Bible at him, same effect. Religion. <laughs> See. You get a wing a Bible and hit him in the throat, you know, same thing.
1: I have good aim, but it's, it's not the same as just, like, clasping your hand and being yeah. like, oh, look, they're on the floor dead, you
2: know. There's people in... S- in the Star Trek universe that can do those things. It's, it's tele... It's tele... Telekinesis. Telepathy, telekinesis, yeah. 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 Hmm. And they can do that to you all the same.
0: things like that. Yeah.
1: But are there lightsabers? Because yeah. lightsabers are never set to stun.
2: Yeah. So how do you... Exactly. You, don't have, you lack versatility there.
1: No. Just uh, means
2: stormtrooper rifles serious. are set
0: for stun.
1: Yeah, but not lightsabers. One of
0: the passengers set for stun.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, see? Lightsabers? Uh, I don't think... No. They, no. They don't have those. They have, um, they have transporters,
0: <laughs> phasers.
2: Transporters are good. <laughs>
0: Um. One thing I always did like about Star Trek was the whole thing of the, you know an energy beam is not a bolt; it's just a beam, and yeah. it's, just, it's on and it's off. It's on and it's off. I mean, obviously in the original TOS, it, it started from an original point and went out from there. It didn't just automatically appear. Yeah. And later on, it was yeah. a, more, a little more more like that because if you turn on a laser, it's just on because it's too fast to watch it travel yeah. from yeah. one end one end of the room to the other.
2: But there's got to be a different physics involved because they can they can use their phasers. Can they use them while they're at warp? so now you're traveling faster than the speed of light, and then you're shooting a beam, it can't be light, or maybe you're, I don't know. I don't know all the the physics in it.
0: But if you're traveling, that's the whole same thing of like (laughs) when you're in an airplane... Uh, when you, if you, if you're standing in an airplane and you jump up, you don't go flying backwards, be, you know, because you've slowed down. You're still being, you're, you're yeah, you're your relative,
2: yeah, you have relative. So speed. you have
0: relative speed, and so that that beam would travel but, at relative speed to where it's traveling. But light,
2: but light speed is absolute. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're on an airplane and then you well, you're, and traveling. you're and you're headed towards another airplane and then you turn the lights on, the light doesn't get there. Faster because you're traveling on an airplane. It's but still they're absolute.
0: traveling. At, but like, if you're traveling at warp nine, that's nine times the speed of light. I, I warp, warp, warp speed is light light speed, isn't it?
2: Oh, uh, is I, I don't know. I don't know the conversion because you're folding space, so I don't know the conversion how right. it yeah. relates to light speed. I mean, they measure things in light years, but that's just a measure of distance, yeah. not speed. Um, that's just the distance. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure. A yeah. Times it's, a year. Times all the seconds in a year. There you go. Covers that distance.
1: I just want the force. I just want a lightsaber, and I want to live in a world where advanced technology is mundane because there's magic. That's what I want.
0: You want and religion. religion? And Dobby's no. going to look really, really great sure. in a jumpsuit—a <laughs> white jumpsuit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so long as it's not a red shirt, right? Yeah. True.
0: Engage. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know it's a different it's a different thing why do you why, why do you need to have the force to choke people
3: I, so are I you lazy just get up
2: and <laughs> walk over and choke them yes, sir, the you're thing. like Ugh, I want to choke you out but I can't be bothered across this
3: room
2: <laughs> if I want to choke somebody I'll get up and choke somebody but how
1: much more intimidating is it to <clears throat> be able to choke them from across the room or in another spaceship because Vader does that you know he chokes the guy who's talking to him oh, yeah. on the screen because yeah. he failed right.
3: that's, that's true
1: yeah That's useful.
0: Captain Neater. Oh There
1: you go.
0: Remember the Isaac. Yeah.
1: Um
0: I could see Doomy sitting there. Computer. (laughs) Tacos. Vegan. Hot.
2: (laughs) Yes.
3: (laughs) <laughs>
2: Replicators. See, I yeah, want a replicator, replicator you know and I want
0: a transporter. Three D printing. That's replication. Yeah. yeah. The next thing they're going to be doing, yeah. well, they
2: start doing you know, I, the synthesized I proteins know. and stuff. You know why? Boom. Because Star Trek is real. real. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, how close are you to that lightsaber happening? How's that?
1: Science will figure it out eventually.
2: Oh, science will figure it out. Not not force religion. You, know you can't what? I use the force and make the lightsaber happen. You know what?
1: I don't see you like you well, know making like a tricorder, girls, right girls. Thing. A
2: tricorder. What is what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What that's is this sure, phone thing in my hand? You're telling just, me it's this not this a tricorder. My hand.
0: It's a tricorder. It's a communicator. it's a tricorder. Yeah. Thank you. It's a tricorder. It, it's a tricorder. Get, I'm gonna download I'm gonna, I'm gonna the
1: admit, app. I'm gonna admit I didn't know what a tricorder was. Phone. What song
0: is this? Okay, a tricorder basically is a scientific instrument. That are used for general science purposes or for medical purposes that is used to detect the environment. A regular science tricorder is basically the size of, of like a, a bigger than an iPad iPad now, okay. basically is, is used it has sensory apparatus built in to measure mm-hmm. things like you know uh, atmosphere, density, gravity, acceleration, yeah. blah blah. You have all of that in a cell phone. all of that. Yeah. The only thing it can't do is do molecular analysis. Which a science tricorder can do, and so can a medical tricorder.
1: All right, look. Bottom line, I am on the Star Wars side of this argument. It's all right, like, that's fine. That's, that's fun You're never going to change that. It's so now, gonna, but now with the,
0: with the with uh, the advent of the Apple Watch, you have the <laughs> Echo Two. This is Echo Seven. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta, gotta have that now.
1: Yeah, so. and I, I mean that's that's cool and everything. But if given the choice, if someone was like Kitty, you have a chance to either. Walk in and live in the Star Wars universe or the Star Trek universe. Be- Star Wars, no question. I don't.
2: I already live in the Star Trek universe. That's <laughs> the beauty. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm, the beauty is I already live in. That's right, that's right. It is. It is here now. Well, and the, and the future. See
0: though that if the Star Trek universe actually goes out and uh, and kind of enforces American American political values on everyone else like they do on the TV show, you also it's don't have to evolve a little bit beyond that. though. Yeah, you the don't. Space Navy.
1: Quite live in the Star Trek universe because again, as Michael was saying as we've said on previous podcasts, we can either go to the shiny Star Trek future or we could get stuck in the grim meat hook reality It's all a
0: matter of us uh, getting together and taking down the people who want to keep us sta- up Yeah, but in, yeah. The,
2: in the Star Trek universe you have, it, the one happens before the other True, it's, so true. True. it's true You will, you will live period, through both There was definitely yeah. a period You will of of, live definitely a, period dying of, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> a period of, uh, of uh, meat hook before the, yeah. the shiny happy happened yeah, I mean they talked about that in Star Trek a
2: lot.
1: I mean, will you guys even be old enough to live to the happy, shiny future if the grim meat hook? If reality I keep happens? clubbing
2: and keeping my hair weird, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah. I think we discussed that that is the way you're going to look
0: good in a hot rod. So,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, it's okay.
1: if if we're doing a Mad Max grim meat hook reality, like that's why I'm trying to build muscle. That's why I'm doing archery, German longsword, Muay Thai, all that combat stuff. So I'm fucking ready.
2: Somebody's gonna shoot you with a phaser. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna be like, see that really toned chick down there with a the sword? <laughs>
1: That's if we still have them. Like that's the thing about Mad Max is like you know. There bullets no are I haven't
2: seen it yet. There's no phasers in Mad Max.
1: Also, what is wrong with yeah. you? Go see that. I'm a
2: little busy running a restaurant. He's got a, he's got a business. <laughs> Shit like here. that. He's, 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 his, his, his plates full. We've
1: right, got to make time so, for Fury Road. It's amazing. But yeah, um, bullets are are a scarce commodity. You know, like this is 45 years after the apocalypse. Not that you
0: could tell from the War Boys. <laughs>
1: right. Right? Because their fighting style is just like, waste bullets, go to Valhalla. Yeah. But yeah, bullets Shandy are a problem. scarce commodity. And they have other weapons. Like, they have these giant spears with, like, Molotov cocktails on the end. So, like, when you hit something, it explodes. It's pretty cool.
2: But then you're only a spear's length away from an explosion. That's not like about it. Oh, you're throwing it? Yeah, you throwing yeah. it. Oh. Wow. Yeah.
3: Explosive
0: head on the spear and you
2: throw why it. You just, why don't you just throw the cocktail? Oh, because you need the spear to stick it into something? Well, it's, yeah.
3: it gets,
0: it's a little further reach, a little more accuracy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You need a Molotov slingshot. Uh, it would be really cool
0: better. if they had. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be really cool if they had. A, if they were using atlatls too.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and the polecats too. They they would have like two of the spears, so they'd swing one way, dump the spears, and then polecat the other way.
2: Yeah, I didn't see the movie, yeah. <laughs> but the guy dies in the end. Exploding stuff.
3: Explody
2: stuff so. I'm gonna spoil that. So you got the new restaurant opening up,
0: and or the new the new, new. thing happening at the second restaurant. Yes. Uh, and uh, you're in a, an amazing goth book. What was the name of that book again?
2: Uh, I think it's California Death Rock. Okay, It's, cool. it's yeah, well, I'll from find Blue it. I'll put
0: a link up to it. Uh, yeah. I'll definitely put a look, link look up to your, your place. Look up
2: blueblood.net. Where can the blueblood,
0: blueblood.net? Got it. I
2: think so. Something like that. Don't um,
0: Where can people find
2: you online in a kind of a public sense? Mm, Facebook. I think we have a Facebook Doos. and a Twitter. Yeah. I Doos. think Doos we, have, Coom- we might have an Instagram as well. I don't, I don't do this social media because I'm, I'm terrible at it I have no time yeah um, but uh, yeah I th- if you type in Doomies
0: Doomies D-O-O-M-I-E apostrophe yeah home cooking apostrophe home cookin'.
2: yeah you'll find it yep Yep. Um, easy Easy to find easy to go to yeah um, yeah so that's that's that people can also just show up and say hello you can show up yeah I'm a lot of times I'm next door <laughs> a lot of times people are like I came the other day you weren't there I'm like I was next door why don't you text me let me know you're there so so text me when you show up let me know you're there I'll come from next door
0: or get somebody there to text you somebody who actually has your phone number to text you
2: yeah Yeah. that too whatever they'll call me Um, I'm around I live there Yeah, (laughs) I I, I literally live there
0: (laughs) this has been awesome so yeah yeah, thank you you so much thanks for your time I really appreciate it
2: no problem I had fun I enjoyed it um good company, good conversations, yeah. plus Howard. Oh, yeah, How, yeah. special, special guest Howard. Special, special Howard. guest Wait, Howard. Wait, that's so awesome. <laughs> that was so cool <laughs> that, that happened. happened.
0: Yeah. how fortuitous
2: cool, are we cool. yeah. well I look forward where can people find this, uh, this I guess is, that doesn't oh, help because they're already listening to it I'll get yeah. to that in just a my second my mom so. wants to know <laughs>
1: okay is it, it. is it my turn it's to your, your turn your okay. you can find uh, all of my graphic design work at kittybrowndesigns.com I'm also on Twitter uh, when I remember that it exists um, as <laughs> Kitty Brown. I'm very active on Facebook you can find me Kitty Brown. I have purple hair not too hard to find and I just started a feminist uh, pop culture, um, you know, nerdy review uh, Tumblr blog. So that's lipstickandrayguns.tumblr.com. Lipstick, like the makeup we wear, and rayguns, like the things we all want.
2: Like phasers. Like, <laughs> except
0: rayguns. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm at St. Michael on Twitter. That's S-A-Y-N-T-M-Y-K-L. You can find us online everywhere as Something2XP. That's the number two. Please subscribe and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook and Google+. Check out our blog and listen to past episodes on WordPress. Get those numbers up. Email us at Something2XP at gmail.com. And remember, please be kind.
4: You've just listened to the Something Something Experience podcast with your hosts, Michael John
1: Simpson and Kitty Brown. Something 2XP was conceived and produced by Michael John Simpson. Intro music, Ways to Change Faces, and outro music, Scorpio 37, was written, produced, and provided by the talented Sebastian Ciceri. You can find us everywhere online as Something2XP. Please subscribe and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and WordPress. Please follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook and Google+. Email us at something2xp at gmail.com. We invite your feedback.
3: Please be kind.